Welcome to Laguna New Podcast. Where the sponsors are fake and the hosts are buzzed. And we say for your feelings, enjoy the show! Episode 49, I think. Sounds about right. 49. The Good New Podcast. Guest in studio. Wow. Scott. nine. Recurring guest. Yeah, almost 50. Are you almost 50? Almost. Almost, okay. I've almost been 50 for four years. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, Scott? Better than a 1,300-horsepower turbocharged Supra. Which means what? And you? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm about to blow up? I don't know. <laughs> uh, the beer should help. Kyle, how are you doing? Good, and you? Excellent. Um, yeah. Housekeeping right away. Oh yeah, boy, do I, Scott? You didn't listen to last week, did you? No trivia. Uh, Spoiler alert! I missed trivia again. Cover your ears if you don't want to know this stuff because there's some. Kyle's about to spill the tea. Getting real sick of just people trying to steal victories from me. (laughs) Um, So it's back to back now where they, the people I'm playing against, have tried to screw me over and had to go to overtime. Key. Important part of that, the people you're playing against. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so suck it, Greg, Popcan, Bo, and Jeff. All four of you. T-Rex, Dinosaur, damn near the same thing. Same. Cascade, North Cascade, we, damn near the same thing. We got clarification from Spencer with Meat Eater. He did give Kyle Cascade as being correct. Yep. So one time i get penalized for being too specific the next time i get penalized for not being specific enough so we got not sour about we got to lay some ground rules and then i also went home and looked up that the brule river does flow north so should have got one there too that one's on me um it's tough so i mean yeah 10 questions could i do like i'm not coming up with these i'm not creating these i'm taking a question i find on the internet mm-hmm. so that question said the river that runs north was the Fox River, mm-hmm. one of only a few in the nation, which there's another fucking one in Wisconsin, so why wouldn't it have told me that? I didn't think I had to double-check that, but my bad. Yeah. So there you go. That's the housekeeping I had. We need um, to get some guests that are... A challenge know, for you? Well, that, but not like ticky-tacky bullshit trying to screw me over well you knew a realtor and a lawyer were gonna try to fuck you yeah that's true i mean historically one in the bunch no um so yeah that's some housekeeping mitchell who has been on before he said that jeff almost blew his eardrums out multiple times so i don't know if jeff was just deep throat in the mic and got really excited (laughs) at some point but sorry about that to anyone that experienced it we did have an audio issue because the mic's cut out we talked about it quick. Mm-hmm. I did keep the audio in I was there. Say, did you, you notice? Must have grabbed it from I the did. camera or something. It wasn't perfect, but it was at least there. Yep. So that's something. You do have a million dollar uh, policy for blown audio speakers, right? Yes. Why did you blow some? Um, yeah. Yeah. As far as you know, <laughs> other people have commented that too. It's tough. Like I would literally have to go through and just listen to the whole thing and adjust levels. Like instead of just doing a broad, like each track, like bump it up. Like right now, Scott, your levels are going to be low because you're sitting a little further away from your mic. So, yeah, and I'm not going to change that. If, if people would subscribe on YouTube so we could monetize it, maybe we could eventually hire an audio producer. Yes. But, yeah, people can't click that button, I guess. 
We are up to 50. Ooh. Somebody got, yeah, we got to 50. All right. That's housekeeping. If we missed anything or if you listen later and you find out, you know, that we fucked up something, let us know. Um, start with the uh, National Day Up stuff, huh? Yeah, might as well. All right. First one, Scott. This is a newer format. I don't know the last time you listened, but we do this thing where we put stuff on the day against one another. So you get two things. You have to choose what you like more or what you would celebrate. December 13th is when you're listening. National Ice Cream Day versus... Do you even have to finish? Well, (laughs) I always like to finish, so I'm going to. And we talked about this last episode, Coco. Jeff likes to make Coco, or was it you? No, Jeff said Coco in the... Uh, I said Coco in the microwave. You said Coco, okay. Yeah. National Ice Cream Day versus National Cocoa Day, like hot cocoa. Which yeah. one are you going with? Still sticking with ice cream. Okay, and mm-hmm. what's your ice cream? Um, we could go through the list. Um, <laughs> Give me your favorite ice cream you buy from the grocery. Oh, my God. Again, <laughs> there's so many options. There's so many options. Is there a bad ice cream? Honestly. Yeah. There's ice cream I don't like. Yeah, like mint chocolate chip. I like that. (sighs) Does that hurt you? (laughs) That might be my favorite. Oh, see? There you go. I don't even know if I can sit here anymore. Not a mint ice cream guy myself. Sorry. (laughs) He doesn't like raisins either. No, or craisins. Or cauliflower. (laughs) Just to recap. (laughs) Just to recap for the listeners. For those of you who haven't heard it a million times. <laughs> for for those of you who make the uh, famous cauliflower craisin raisin there, salad. Well, there is one salad with raisins and cauliflower in it, but the craisins would be different, I guess. Well, it's just for Right the... before you walked in, we had a, a, a meme that I found. I told Kyle, I said, beef jerky is just cow raisins. <laughs> Which is a great name, I think. And he's not eating beef jerky anymore now. Yep. What a wimp. Ruined. All right, so you're going ice cream day. <laughs> Absolutely. Nice job. Celebrate with some yeah. ice cream on the 13th. I didn't get like this drinking cocoa. Let's just put it that way. Oh, yeah. Well, do what you got to do. Uh, Kyle, on the 13th also, National Horse Day versus the National Guard's birthday. National Guard's birthday. <laughs> Shout out, Greg. It's an easy one. I know that you're not a horse guy. I, yeah. Not, what do you, a, not a fan of horses. You always say something about them. They're filthy or what do you say? Big, stinky, huge wiener. Um, <laughs> I guess. It's a jealousy thing, right? It is. Yeah. yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. it is. Um, so, yeah, Greg, happy National Guard's birthday on the 13th. Uh, I don't know how you celebrate that. They get a big cake. Go guard the nation. Guard the nation. They celebrate it by uh, trafficking like $2 billion in cocaine across the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> are you making accusations <laughs> no i'm just saying if, you know oh like give them because you can to celebrate do. it with them then got it uh, okay so yeah give them something to do and, and also some inmates got it uh back to scott on the 14th of december free shipping day versus roasted chestnuts day oh and, and we're this close to christmas yeah. As much as I like to ship my pants. Um, <laughs> if, it's ship, if it fits, it ships. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll ship my bed. I, I, I'll ship anything. Um, roasted chestnuts, though. I mean, there's so much tradition there. That's a tough one. But uh, given that uh, 
we've kind of moved into a uh, lifestyle of shipping everything to us and not actually going out anymore. I don't know, maybe maybe they're going to take over the spot, especially this time of year. Yeah. Have you actually roasted chestnuts? Do you do that? No, I just sing about it. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever been anywhere, done it ourselves, seen it or anything. It's just something you hear about. Mm-hmm. Is that is that to eat them or is that to like just have the ambiance smell and whatever else? Dude, I, I have no idea. I Neither. would imagine there has it's it, it's about well, like so. My parents was a tradition; they would always serve a big thing of the nuts with the cracker and yeah, around yeah. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And uh, I believe chestnuts were involved there. So okay, is that so? That's a nut you'd have to crack to eat what's inside. It's got like a shell that you have to get through first. Yeah, I want. I as far as far as I remember, there's a pretty hearty shell on those bad boys so do you know what you have if you have chin nuts <laughs> i don't know i was i i know a guy that knows uh, his name's bj <laughs> yeah you would know uh all right so free shipping day so if you're somebody who sells stuff online uh maybe offer free shipping on the 14th or take advantage of amazon prime or whatever else that offers free shipping. they celebrate it quite frequently yeah they do <laughs> yep. you're round some may say um, Kyle, on the 15th of December, are you going with National Cupcake Day or Ugly Sweater Day? I'm going to go with Cupcake Day. Hmm, okay. I mean, I like cupcakes. I could go the rest of my life without wearing an ugly sweater, so. Now, do you own ugly sweaters for ugly sweater parties? I do. Are they ones that are like you bought from a company that made like new, fresh, hip, cool ugly no, sweaters? No, I bought it from the women's section at Walmart. Okay. That was what <laughs> I was going to ask. Like, do you do like a thrifting for it? Do you have just one from a while ago? Okay. Scott, ugly sweaters, any? Probably. Yeah. Just in your normal wardrobe. Yeah. No, it's the only sweaters I like to wear. Ones <laughs> <laughs> are heinous. Um, cupcakes. So. What cupcakes do you like? Homemade or do you have a, like a bakery you go to? Or yeah, I mean homemade's good. I mean vanilla, chocolate, yeah, oh, any of them. Mm-hmm. Are you a lot of frosting guy or just a decent amount? Nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy. I okay. want to be able to taste the cupcake. Yeah, I some of those like GGs or whatever the fuck. Yeah, way too much, too much frosting. It's just too much. You can't you can't even yeah. get it in your suck hole. Yeah, and the the cake tastes like fiberboard. I mean, it's, well, yeah, it's dry. It's a terrible. Oh, look marketing. at this amazing-looking piece of complete crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Scott, do you have any um, cupcake eateries that you like to go to? I, I haven't been to a cupcake-specific eatery that wasn't all fluff and no substance. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a wedding recently, though, and whoever made the cupcakes killed it. Really? Nice. Oh, my God. Best cupcakes I've ever had. There wasn't a bad one of the bunch, and they had you know, like half a dozen different flavors and they were good looking, you know, like well done, mm-hmm. but also fantastic. And I couldn't mm-hmm. tell you who it was, but I, yeah. Okay. They're out there. Yeah. They exist. Yep. Just not at Gigi's. <laughs> just a quick little stab after we already roasted them. Um, also on the 15th, Scott, are you going to celebrate, and this might sound different than it actually is, National Cat Herders Day? Or regifting day. Hmm. And I'll give you a little background on Cat Herders Day. It's a celebration for people in management. 
that manage other employees that are difficult and potentially are like herding cats. That was the first thing I thought of. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. It's almost like I picked that one for you. Almost. I mean... I'm going to celebrate Cat Herders Day, so... Just I, so you know. I Well, since n- nobody wanted to celebrate National Bosses Day. <laughs> well, that came and went? We'll do Cat Herders Day instead. <laughs> that came and went, huh? We'll, we'll make it a thing. Son of a gun. It did. Wait, what was the other one again? Uh, regifting. Regifting Day. Mm. <clears throat> Which I think that's funny that... It, so it's on the 15th of December. Does that mean... Hey, whether you got it last year for Christmas or up until now, anything you received... Like, now use that for your Christmas gift, maybe, if that's um, what you're celebrating. I'm, well, I'm not going to tell you I'm celebrating that because that'd be a spoiler alert for your <laughs> Christmas. But, yeah, we'll go with cat herders. <laughs> All right. On the 17th, Kyle, are you celebrating Maple Syrup Day or the Wright Brothers Day? Maple Syrup Day. Oh, you don't care about flying planes, huh? No, it's fine. I just don't really care about the Wright Brothers. <laughs> You get the feeling that no matter what you would have said, wrong, it yeah. would have been an attack. Oh, you don't like pancakes? Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, do you have a specific maple syrup brand you're loyal to? No. No. I do not. Now, usually when people say something like French fries, you say freedom fries or mm-hmm. whatever else, do you feel that way about maple syrup? Because it's, com- it's coming from Canada usually. No, not if you get it from Vermont or Wisconsin. So you prefer the the national Wisconsin yeah, to put or on Vermont. my freedom toast, yes. On your freedom toast, okay. There we go. So Canadian maple syrup you're not a fan of. I mean, if it's the only thing they've got, I'll use it in a pinch, but <laughs> All right. Um on the eighteenth, Scott, answer the phone like Buddy the Elf Day. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. Are you sure? And it gets weirder. Verse National Wear a Plunger on Your Head Day. Ooh. And that, I tried to... Fuck. Nice Made shot. It. Made it. <clears throat> tried to figure out what the fuck that was, and it's just some, like, funny guy or uh, gal, I forget who it was, decided they wanted to do that to lighten the mood. So it became a thing that people started to actually do and celebrate. Um, I don't believe any of that. Me either. Um, who's Buddy the Elf? Stop it. Nice shot. That time I made it. Buddy the Elf, what's yeah. your favorite color? That's how he answers the phone. Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Elf, the movie? You've seen the movie Elf. Will Ferrell. He Puts hates maple Will. syrup on he his hates, spaghetti. He hates Will Ferrell. Oh. Hates a strong word. Does not find himself often amused by Will Ferrell. He also puts uh, chocolate pop tarts on his spaghetti. Yep. Yeah. Not s'more. So I, you've not seen the movie? Uh, no, I have not. I don't think I have. Really? Maybe wow. I did. I don't know. You know, honestly, I liked Will Ferrell's SNL stuff. First movie. I didn't need to see it seven other times with a different theme. Got it. So I would say Elf is different than. Step Brothers, Talladega Nights, Blades mm-hmm. of Glory. Those are all, you know, what you just said. Elf is kind of a outlier. I'll give it another shot. And it's Christmas, so maybe just try it out. I'll give it another shot. Go into it with an open mind. All right. Pretend it's not Will Ferrell. Pretend it's Buddy the Elf. Yeah, it's Buddy the Elf. What's okay. your favorite color? And the other one? So you're going to wear a plunger on your head? <laughs> I mean, there's, that's a pretty, that's a pretty strong theme in my household. 
plungers. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I know our toilet in Indianapolis got a workout this last week, <laughs> and there was not a plunger handy. Thank, thank God we didn't need one. But well, was thank God sp- we didn't stay at their their uh, Airbnb. Oh, yeah, there was a kind of a horror story. We we'll get into that. Um, so you're celebrating the plunger. Um, we're going to just go with the plunger. Strap it on your head. Why right. not? Send it'll, us a picture when you do it. It'll be new, by the way. I want oh. to go buy a new one okay. just for that. It's a special occasion, of course. Yeah. They don't celebrate it properly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Also on the 18th, Kyle, are you going to celebrate the day of, or yeah, the Republic of Niger, Niger, West Africa, Republic of Niger Day versus National Twins Day? I'm going to go with National Twins Day. Twins, Basil. Kyle's married to a twin. That's pretty pretty easy pick for me. Yeah. Wait. My mother's which, also a twin. Which twin? What do you mean? Picking the twins the, was Between easy? the two days. Oh, got it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Fucking guy. <laughs> Not trying to get you in. I just didn't know what you were saying. And your mother's also a twin. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, do you ever get your uh, your wife and your mother confused? Uh, no, I, I do your not. mother and wife are twins. <laughs> that is strange. I guess that is a you know a Wisconsin Midwest thing, maybe. I think that'd be more of an Alabama thing, but uh, they're actually. I don't know if it was. Oh, that'd be funny if it was the 18th. There was Alabama Day, and one of these National Day of is Alabama Day. So. Hmm. The band or the state? The state. Wow. Uh, last one, Scott. Going back to your high school, college days, maybe. Are you celebrating National Emo Day or National Hard Candy Day? Oh, yeah. As much as uh, as much as I'd like to. What's your favorite emo band? Really get into the the uh, emo holidays. Um, uh, it's got to be Hard Candy. Okay. What's your favorite Hard Candy then? Werther's uh, original. Knew wh- it. Whatever I pull out of my wallet. <laughs> You keep hard. Get your wallet out right now. You don't have hard candy in there. Hashtag George Costanza. Oh, he does that. Yeah, that was an episode of Seinfeld. He pulls out his wallet. It's like thicker than a snicker. (laughs) He's like, what the? What is that? Oh, I got hard candy. (laughs) Oh, that's all right. That's our national day of. So a lot of stuff to celebrate between release day and next week. Yeah, sounds like it. Um. There is two ways that we can handle birthdays because okay. the 18th is just an absolute banger for celebrity birthdays. So we can either do them all on the 18th or we can go through the week. I'll leave that up to you guys. Um, I kind of like, how many do you have for the 18th? Do you have like enough to do three, four for each of us or two for each of us? Or what do you got? Two or three for each of you. Wow. Okay. We can <laughs> skip one of the days. One of them wasn't very good. So yeah, we'll do it. We'll go through the week. Okay. All right. On the 13th, uh, who wants to start? I don't Guessed. know how I'm going to. first. All right. So then I'm going to give you Trust guys. First. I'm going to give both just so you can prepare yourselves. Mm-hmm. We have a. Uh, Coitus Wed Clinton for both of you. So Scott is going to start with you. Taylor Swift turns 34 on the 13th. Jamie Foxx turns 56. And Steve Buscemi, 66. Mm. Steve Buscemi looks like he's always been 66. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, <laughs> um, 66. 
you know, got a shout out to T Swift at 34 years old. She's probably accomplished more than 99% of other 34 year olds. So, Oh yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's pretty, uh, pretty good. Now you're, you're familiar with the game Coitus, Coitus Wed, Clinton. Clinton. Oh, that's what we're playing? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so those are the three you got to go through. I mean, I personally, that is an easy one, but I'll let you go. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I stopped thinking after Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, that, it's too bad she's should... using Travis Kelsey to revive her career. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shots fired. Uh, oh, God. I heard the Chiefs were going to move away from Taylor Swift and go to like Selena, Selena Gomez. Gomez. Yeah. <laughs> See what else they could do, you know. The funny thing is if you did marry Taylor Swift, you'd be, you know, it, the relationship would be over soon. It'd be in a song and you'd be famous. So that maybe that would be a a good wed. Yeah. Especially if you can get around a prenup. Yeah, you'd be in and out of that in a, in a hurry. Uh, yep. No pun intended. Or pun intended. <laughs> I did not see you choosing one of the guys to have sex with. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, who the fuck am I to judge? Uh, well, I mean, Jamie Foxx is also Shanae. So, I mean, you know, oh. you can get creative there and then... Uh, yeah. Seems like you've thought about this. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> wow. When I said it was easy, I was Coitus, Taylor, Wed, Steve, and see you later, Jamie. But Jamie's probably got more money than Steve, though. Steve I would, would just be more fun. Right. Well, that's well, fair. And he'd probably die soon, too, so it'd be a short uh, courtship. Also, actually, Jamie Foxx is in rough shape recently. Is he? Really? Yeah, there was like something that he had going on. Like They were hiding him from the public. or like I don't know what that was, it was. That was Bruce Willis. That's probably a lot of people. We've actually. made fun of Bruce Willis a little bit too much. Okay, Michael J. Fox. Wow. That's Jamie, Sorry, I'm just trying Jamie's to, brother. Just trying to shake things up. All right, moving on. on oh, the, no, fuck. To I, Denver. Didn't that. I didn't mean that. On the, on the 14th, uh, which of these guys are you going to do hood rat shit with? Okay. You got Offset turning 32. <laughs> So we'll and be shot. DK Metcalf turning 26. DK Metcalf because he's a fucking tank and he can kill anyone. Like, he will frighten someone to death. That man. He's, he's That's my man. true. He's big guy. Dude, he's jacked. Super athletic. Very. He's my man. We're doing hood rat shit. All right. Um, In Seattle. Like, beating the fuck out of people with, like, the fish they throw at the market. Well, that's not going to be that hard. Half of them are fucking doped up on heroin anyway. True. <laughs> All right. Or so, coffee. Or coffee. <laughs> hey, same Starbucks. thing. Um, yeah, it's just heroin for white, white girls in yoga pants and dogs. Have you guys gotten a chance to discuss the uh, origins of the uh, Starbucks mermaid yet? No. But you're going to tell us about it uh, right now. Right now. <laughs> I'm not going to do that, actually. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. So then on the 15th, I don't know what to do for this one. Um Wait, this will be fun. So it's for Scott, right? It's his turn. Scott's turn. Is it two people? It is two people. I don't know who they are. Okay. Scott, who would you rather have be the sunscreen applicator for your wife? Oh, that'll work. 
Don Johnson turning 73 <laughs> or or Adam Brody turning 44? He was like, uh, I don't know, like a teen heartthrob. I think he was on like the OC or something, one of those like girly shows. Uh, If Jeff's listening, he'll like know who that is right away. He's obsessed with the OC. (laughs) Seriously? (laughs) Yep, he was telling me about it. Well, honestly, I mean, it would be quite a quite a gift, I think, for to for it to be Don Johnson because I think she was a big fan. So really, yeah. Who is Don Johnson? (laughs) Uh. Miami Vice. Yes, thank oh, you. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, there um, you go. That's nice of you. Make sure you tell her that when you go home. Yeah, I, I just hired Don Johnson to apply sunscreen <laughs> to you. Uh, you got to pick the day. Yep. And Say, wait, maybe save that for Christmas. Be like, this is really strange, I know. Put it in the stocking. Just put, be like, what? <laughs> you could pro- Is he alive still? Who? Don Johnson? Yeah, yeah he's turning 73. You could get a cameo from him probably. Oh, at this point for probably like 30 bucks. You should tell him you want him to say that he's going to be the sunscreen applicator. <laughs> that would be awesome. Your next vacation you go on. All right, I'll work on that. I'll make a note of it. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, Denver, on the 17th, we're skipping the 16th. Uh, happy birthday, Beethoven and Jane Austen. Um, Jane Austen. Oh, the gorilla oh, I lady. talk about them. No, novelist. <laughs> oh, who's, who's the gorilla lady that was like... Jane Goodall. Jane Goodall. Yes. Yep, there you go. Way cooler. All right. So whose pie are you going to intercourse between these guys? <laughs> Eugene Levy or Levy turning seventy seven? Or Manny Pacquiao's who turns forty four? One Levy. of them is gonna kick your ass. Levy. <laughs> <laughs> Big time. Oh yeah. Pacquiao American Pie. Yeah, not not for I, but Levy's pie. Yep. Love it. Nice. Because it's right. American. It's American. It is American. And this is America. All right. Back to Scott. We're on to the 18th now. Big hitters. All right. So you have a Hell in a Cell WWE match against one of these two. Who are you taking? Stone Cold Steve Austin, who Ooh. turns 59, or Brad Pitt, who turns 60? Hmm. I got to go with Brad Pitt. You think you can beat up Brad Pitt? He's 60. Stone Cold. Stone Cold's 59 and has bad knees. Yeah. I I have a feeling Brad Pitt's probably got a lot lot of internal damage from his <laughs> life. So <laughs> That's true. Just, they just talk, don't talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Steve Austin, Austin st- could still snap me in half. But imagine on his knees. having the opportunity to give Stone Cold the stunner. stunner. That would or be the like, rock bottom. Ooh. And then the people's elbow. Yep. And then a choke slam. And then a tombstone pile driver. And I'm sure all of this means something to somebody. And a, <laughs> it's real to me, damn it. A dim, diamond cutter? What a diamond, diamond Dallas page? Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then the is that like a turd cutter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you tell us what a turd cutter is? <laughs> it's thing you cut turds with. Oh. Seems obvious. My mouth? <laughs> exactly. All right. So then we go on to, we'll do your uh, coitus went and mm-hmm. co- coitus wed Clinton. Mm-hmm. And just so, you know, you just so you know, all three are dead already. Yes. So you have DMX, Joseph Stalin. 
and Ray Liotta. Oof. Ray Liotta is always like scary and sweaty. And dead. And dead. But I'm getting to pick these people when they're alive, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can't kill an already dead person. Well, um, I am going to... Who is the middle one? Uh, Joseph Stalin. Not a very good dude. Um, yeah. God. I think you're going to be judged if you kill anybody but Joseph Stalin. (laughs) I know. He did have a lot of power, though. He did. And people kill their spouses all the time. So I could flip it on him, you know, first year, just kind of be distant and second year start poisoning him um yeah seems like a lot of thought i'm going to coitus dmx he's probably going to be the one coitusing me actually (laughs) 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 Um, and then uh wed ray liotta that i actually know what no i these two he at least did one of the voices in uh one of the grand theft autos that helps you I think marrying DMX would be more entertaining. I just don't want to have to have sex with Ray Liotta. <laughs> but that's what we're doing, and we're fucking having the Clintons hang out with uh, Stalin. So. Nice. Fuck. That was a tough one. That's bullshit. That was a tough one. Probably already hanging out. Yeah. All right. Back to Scott. Are you um, going to get dirty with Christina Aguilera? Turns 43. Or do you wish you were gay for Billie Eilish turning 22? <laughs> I had to look up what her songs were. So that apparently a... that's one of her songs. Oh, okay. Wish, I was... wish you were gay. Got it. Didn't know that. Yeah, didn't she just come out or something? She did. Or she's like, bye, maybe. I don't Try. Know. All those kids are nowadays. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, she's, uh, she's pretty young. And just not attractive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, hon. Sorry, hon. It's, good. it's weird when you call her hon after you're just supposed to. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be Christina Aguilera. I respect that. That's yes. that's what I've done as well. Getting dirty with her. Pretty um, awesome voice. <laughs> yeah, Kyle's it's for the singing, right? For the singing yeah. only. Yeah. Let her serenade you. Yeah. All right, Denver. You have to pick your sunscreen applicator. Mm. If you get an erection, though, the other one gets to kick you in the testicles as hard as they possibly can. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you, are you, this is the hottest thing I've ever heard. One of them's Chris Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Unfortunately, Darn. it's not. And the other's Pele. <laughs> <laughs> are you going with Katie Holmes, who turns 45? Was she in... Um... Wasn't she movies married? or TV shows? Yes, a little of both. Okay, wasn't she was the one who was married to uh, Zach? Uh, yes, Tom Cruise. Thank you, Tom oh, Cruise. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or Trish Stratus turns forty-eight. Oh, she was a wrestler. Yeah. Oof. She was my wife in Project Me. Remember that back in school? Oh, I totally forgot about Project Me. Wow. Shout out Miss Rendler. Do you think she's yep. or Mrs. Rendler? Do you think they still have those? Or did we get them back? We got them back. Damn it. I don't know. Do you still have it? I don't think so. I think for the sake of your nuts, you might want to go with Katie Holmes. No. Because then Trish will get to kick him. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm going with Trish. 
She and she looks like she's got strong hands, which I like a good, you know, kind of massage. Well, she's a dude, so. <laughs> that sounds hideous. <laughs> that could be true. I have no idea, but Trish, lather me up. <laughs> All right, uh, and then for the final pairing for the 18th, Scott. Um, one of these two gets to plan a whole day, and you have to do whatever is on their list. You want Steven Spielberg turns seventy-seven, or Keith Richards turns eighty. I don't want to die of a drug overdose, so I'm going to go with Steven Spielberg. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> what a wimp! Because I feel like that would be the plan. Like, yeah, beginning We're going out to end. a lot of substances. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> Here, hold He's this. He's like, needle. I've made it eighty years. I don't need to make it another day. You do realize that mere humans would die with by half of what he probably does oh, in, a, yeah. in a day. So, yeah, Spielberg all the way. Yeah, that could get that could get rough. And then on the nineteenth, uh, the only birthday that matters. Happy birthday, Bryn! Turns oh, eight. Nice. My youngest. Yep. Happy birthday, Bryn! Those were some good birthdays. Wow. Uh, Scott, do you have any birthdays that fall between, well, any in December that you wanted to mention? Probably. <laughs> we're, we're prepared for this. I'll have to check Facebook. Yeah. Honestly, if it wasn't for Facebook, I'd forget my own birthday. Really? Oh, another birthday. Just thought of. Release day, right? The 13th. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, friend of the program, Dustin. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know if I know any. I'm sure I do. Mm, I can't can't think of any. Bo sent me a picture. It was Mitchell's yesterday, I think, or the day before. Two days? I don't know. Bo sent me a picture of him shotgunning a twisted tea in a parking lot or something, celebrating. Isn't he turning 20? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He was just celebrating. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Maybe the tea was only slightly twisted, not fully twisted. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gets us through the normal opening, big two, if you will. you got to come up with a catchy name for that. Or just yeah. National Day versus... No, because they don't go against each other. Anyway, um, so that's kind of a standard opening that we do for the new listeners or people that are just checking this out. And then today we have a special guest, Scott. Scott, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself or what we're going to maybe be talking about. Well, I think I uh, I landed this uh, esteemed seat um, to talk a little bit about our uh, our most recent weekend. Yeah. And uh, motorsports marketing, um, motorsports in general, mm-hmm. uh, being ridiculously stupid on camera. Who was that? You, obviously. Um, I mean, you know, I don't want to. Have you hold it there forever? Not to twist your arm. Right, yeah. All right. Local business owner, a guy who is a race car enthusiast, racing enthusiast, a gentleman looking to expand his uh, to-do list into (laughs) sports and racing marketing um, and some other stuff. Therefore, we went to a trade show in Indianapolis called PRI. No free ads. No free ads. Although... (laughs) I, it was pretty fucking sweet, so free ad. Uh, the PRI stands for Performance Racing Industry, and they have the show in Indianapolis every year, roughly. And they're the racing part of, you know, like SEMA, 
There you go. Yep. Um, yeah, same same people. SEMA is a special equipment uh, special equipment manufacturers association. Okay. Um, specialty equipment. Um, yeah. So all this is basically just really cool stuff for cars. Um, and then the racing is the very specific to racing version of that. Okay. And all sorts of different racing. Yeah. Dirt track, circle track, road racing, drag racing. Uh, did I see go-karts? Lots of oh, cart stuff. Yeah. Racing simulators. So video game shit. There's all, there had to have been, I was thinking about it this morning. If you were to take from every booth display, this, that, whatever that was there, cars included, there would have been close to $100 million of product, display, vehicles, equipment, video game. Like in this, it was a gigantic show. And this is open to the public, or do you have to be like in the industry to be able to get in? Yeah, you in, in the industry um, and a member of PRI. Okay. To go. But being a member and is, I mean, it's like 40 bucks, and then you can go for free. Oh, nice. It's extremely affordable <clears throat> to be a member and go to the show. Yeah. And yeah, so just an example um, of, about, hi, uh, just an example of about costs. So I ran a simulator for a little bit. Well, this jackass taunted me from behind <laughs> with a camera. I tried to stop him and he wouldn't. Yeah, I just, I, I, at one point I completely Chicago trafficked the entire second half of the field. <laughs> Because I spun on a very fairly narrow piece of track, and everybody had to stop for me to get going again. We got video of it. It's great. But, I mean, I, I almost <laughs> caught up to the rest of the pack, so I felt pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, I asked the guy about this. And, and, and this is fun. And I don't know if you were giggling a little bit um, when I asked him, because he's like, oh, oh no. yeah, oh, no, uh, 27, and it's yours. I'm like, oh, 2,700, really? And he's like, no, 1,000. I'm like, oh, my God. For a simulator? I'm, this is above my Holy crap. pay grade. Yeah, so there was four even, of them sitting there. So they had over 100K expensive. just sitting there in simulators. And there, what was there, 100 simulators throughout the... Probably. Or at, at least 50 or 60 throughout the show. Yeah. Um, various levels but there probably uh, were quite a few that were two or four thousand in, in that range and then there's quite a few that were 20 30 40 50 000. yeah um, like the whole seat fucking shit you put the brakes on you lean forward because the car is leaning forward holy shit rumble seat all the stuff it's not like the stuff you're walking into a regular arcade no a little more advanced than that <clears throat> yeah very much so yeah it, it's you know it was a little hard to get used to because you're you're experiencing these feelings on a simulator and uh, it doesn't exactly equate to what you would feel if you were in the car, but it's so it takes a second to kind of calibrate your butt for the for the the way everything feels when you're doing it. But yeah, crazy. That's awesome. Did the so the like go kart track that it looked like right? Mm-hmm. That was a go kart track. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could you guys have jumped on that too if you wanted? Or you know, I didn't do. I didn't ask the Man. questions, and I, I don't know. They'd seem to have some sort of competition going, so maybe that was planned okay. or something. Yep. Um, and guys were out there qualifying, and then they were running their races. But when they ran the races, it was brutal to watch. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah, what, it what wasn't the found. most exciting thing because it was like they're electric, and it was like a slick track. Kind. Of, I don't know if they wanted it to be that way. That was normal, or that's just what they they couldn't be on the. I assume it's concrete that we were walking on. Maybe it was. Well, and they had treaded tires, so I think that was the plan. Maybe. Okay. 
this was in Lucas Oil Stadium. One part of the show was inside on the floor. Like on the field or yep. whatever if yep. they were playing. Yep. So, yeah, it, it was kind of cool to watch the karting, but, I mean, it could have been far better, I think. But it was something to see. Yeah, a lot of crashing. It was a, like Spin a outs. three quarters of a green lap followed by three yellow laps. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Brutal. It was like NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's two different expo halls and then Lucas Oil Stadium, all of which is connected by tunnels or skywalks, so you don't even have to go outside. Um, anything from parts that go into an engine to fuel to racing suits to um trailers you haul the car in to the simulator stuff yeah, and if, if you can think so of on. it it was there huh. and then if you can't think of it it might it also still have been there. there yeah yep oh like cnc machines like all the shit to like make tool or not tools parts and different stuff so a wide wide variety of applications for people that are in the racing industry or anything to do with vehicles dinos huh. multiple uh former guests matt he was very interested or knew what it was when i sent the video he said he wanted yep. to go <clears throat> nick uh circle track racer he's like oh yeah i've been wanting to go forever he knows i don't know how many different companies that they buy shit from that they use on their car um i'm sure shay is very familiar clinton those guys that are always going to road america i'm sure they've seen or thought about going to the show and yeah, would highly recommend it. Um, and then the nightlife, the city. That was my first time being in Indianapolis, as an adult at least. I don't know if I've been there previously. but And I don't know if you're qualified to call yourself an adult either, but... <laughs> okay. Okay. So a cool city overall, or... I Yeah, I thought so. It's live, yeah. Yeah. You think about State Street, if it at its best... It was it was that it was just you know the the bars a lot all the cool bars had lines out in front of them, but there was so many places there's so many bars so many restaurants great food, um, more they, so it was more like districts though like you, you it wasn't just one solid street there was that and then there was little like offshoots little districts where there'd be three four five things then you drive a little bit or walk a little bit or use a scooter and which that was fucking fun, <laughs> I didn't look at my receipts but I think we spent probably each. 60 to 70 dollars on scooter rides i would imagine uh if that's the case i don't want to look at my receipts because i didn't really think we spent that much on it oh yeah um yeah i i I actually i was very hesitant to to jump on that in the first place and then i was pretty pretty happy we did that was pretty awesome well it was it was so easy for you to like start and stop and be done (laughs) I had some issues. Scott had a small issue with when you're trying to end the ride. It just kept telling him he was parked in a spot you can't like end the ride. So he's just cursing and driving the fucking thing because they're like geography like based where yeah. they'll shut down or they won't let you drive in certain areas. Yep. And it just was not happy with how Scott was trying to end the ride, even though I had just done it directly right next, next to him. him. Yeah. Oh, I'm like <laughs> same same scooter, same company. And I was. It- Three inches away from where I was, and it's telling me I'm in a I, I, I'm in a no parking zone or something like that. So I'm like, just, just drive like, over there a little bit, and he looks at me and shakes his head, and then he keeps driving, looks back, <laughs> shakes his head, and I walk over to him, and of course I'm trying to be very helpful. I'm not making fun yeah. of him or laughing whatsoever. Sounds like you. And he's like, I'm gonna fucking throw this thing through a fucking window. I'm like, well, that's gonna get more expensive. He's like, it's still charging me right now, and he's just like, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Turns turns out I uh, didn't have location services on. That was it. On his phone. Uh, 
That's a good pointer. I would have not thought about that. Yeah. yeah so. so just the troubleshooting, it took a little bit longer to get to that. You know, I, I think I maybe suggested it, maybe helped out there. Mine also had a little bit of a uh, little throttle lag. Mm. Oh. It took a while for the throttle to actually kick in. and then Those and were it, birds. We used limes on the last day, I believe, last evening. Yeah. And those were a little bit uh, torquey. I would almost prefer the lime. I think. Yeah, the the lime seemed like it uh, was a little hot roddy. Yeah. And it, did it say you weren't supposed to ride on sidewalks? I believe it said that a lot. Everybody was. And the sidewalks are big, but there's still a lot of people, a lot of traffic. And then being that it was that weekend, there's some crazy drivers. So it was also like I didn't want to be in the fucking street with those people. Yeah. So yeah, but we saw one. 700 horse cars shredding tires everywhere. So. Oh, yeah. boy. We saw one group that had to have been 15 to 20 strong of like mechanics or racers or whatever they were, and they were pretty belligerent or having a good time, and they're weaving up ramps and, and like yeah, oh, oddly coordinated. They were like a flock of birds. They were they very <laughs> like had their shit together. They were doing good, but like jumping steps with them and stuff. Oh and boy, hooting and hollering. I'm like, yeah, we should get away from this. I don't want to be like this. Yeah, we're slightly outnumbered and they're insane. <laughs> um. <laughs> Some really cool places, though. We saw a comedy show, which was just unplanned. Saw Brian Callen. Oh, really? It was fucking awesome. Yeah. I thought he was really good. Yeah, that was a great... That was a really great way to uh, end the the last night. We walk out of dinner, and Scott's like, oh. And we'd seen one the night before, a different comedy club, I think, or maybe two nights prior. And we looked it up, and there wasn't really anything going on. Mm-hmm. And then last night, Saturday night, we walk out of dinner, and there's a different comedy club right there. And I'm like, oh, cool. Scott looks it up, and he's like, yeah, it says Brian Callen. I'm like, Brian Callen, let me see. And I was like, holy fuck, that's, you know, whatever. He's from The Hangover. He's yep. with Joe Rogan. He talked about that in his stand-up bit, uh, stuff. So it was a great show. The guy before him, I forget his name, but he was this Italian dude. Phil something or... Maybe. Sounds good. Yeah, younger I guy i mean maybe mid 30s ish uh from new york italian a lot of good like italian content um the guy who opened who did he look like fortune feemster they have a poster fortune feemster has played there yeah yeah it apparently still is <laughs> <laughs> he looks and i don't know who that is it's a, it's a stand-up comic yeah he's a local dude okay yeah but not heard of with a small guy, mouth. Yeah, he's like, he's his uh, his biggest um, his insecurity opener. or whatever was how he's got a very small mouth. And he's like, and I can make it smaller. And then he did it. He's like, it's like having a little butthole on your face. <laughs> and he just like looked. He was a. He talked about his boobs at one point. He's a very large, like tall and kind of like like a linebacker walrus looking person with like curly blonde hair it's just not a good look there's a lot of bad <laughs> stuff going for him and then he does stand-up comedy <laughs> but uh um, i think he was kind of hoping that just walking out there would be funny enough because <laughs> yeah. his writing's a little meh, but yeah um, but props for for the effort i would recommend hard. brian Ka- yeah. if you have the opportunity to see brian callen i would do it I mean, assuming the price was fair, it was what thirty a ticket? Yeah, thirty-five a ticket. Yeah, thirty wow. bucks a ticket is pretty, especially yeah, but, last minute. You're yeah. like, oh shit! And we got great seats, and yeah, it was awesome. Shitload of awesome. entertainment for that. Shitload. Yeah, nice. 
Uh, a lot of good food. Oh my god, dude! I was like putting on my fucking clothes this morning. I'm like, holy shit! I gained like nine pounds. Also, like Scott ordered a 22 inch pizza at one point. Is that what he did? Is that that was Scott <laughs> that did that, huh? So the first night we wanted to have some food because we didn't get a chance to eat with like the opening reception and whatever else. And then we find this pizza place. No free ads. Uh, Goodfellas was it? Yeah. And Scott had me order. He was gonna buy. So I was looking, and I'm like, oh, they have a 12-inch, a 16-inch, and I was like, oh, a 22-inch. I'm pretty hungry. That sounds That'll good. feed two guys. That'll <laughs> easily, easily feed two people. <laughs> Nothing to worry about there. Yeah, no. So we, no go, worries. we drive over to get to the place. It was like a 10-minute drive, not even, but didn't want to walk. And I send Scott in to go get it, and he doesn't know what we're getting. <laughs> I have a feeling this clip is going to end up somewhere in this oh, uh, video. Absolutely. And... <laughs> I start filming when I think he's about to come out, and sure as shit, he's got to wedge himself out of the door to carry this fucking giant pizza box down the sidewalk. It's like that picture, right? I mean, it it was comically large. It's insane. Like, he said it on the bed when we got back to the hotel room. It took up a quarter of the bed. The guy, A guy made a comment in the elevator, like, what the hell is that? <laughs> If there was a tsunami coming through town, I could have just jumped on that and mm-hmm. surfed out of there. So that was awesome. Um, what other food did we have? We had that last restaurant we went to, the stuffed pepperoni sticks, breadsticks, or something it, like that. Yeah, it was a was it a press was it a stuffed pretzel? Yeah, there, that's what pepperoni it was. and mozzarella stuffed pretzel Ooh. with a big tub of cheese. Oh my god! And then some marinara. That Interesting thing about that restaurant, Kilroy's, was it? Yeah. Seat yourself, the entire huge fucking restaurant. They were busy as hell, too. So you literally just go in there and you hover and like wait for a table to open up. I had never seen that big of a place. Wow. It was quite that. literally the Hunger Games because you would have killed somebody on the way to try to get a chick. Because it was like, you know, it was a free for all. It was. Somebody That's... gets up out of a chair, you got to get it before somebody else does. And so it was. Wow. It was very a, strange. kind of a weird vibe, and I felt bad for the people that were sitting at that booth because we got an inside tip from one of the wait, waitresses. Like, some is somebody about to leave? She's like, yeah, they, they just closed their check. You, uh, you know, keep your eyes on them. So we just hovered over them like vultures just we, circling. We kept a respectable distance, but, you know, we just stared at them a little bit maybe. A, a little bit. I, I'm, I'm fairly certain at some point they figured out that we were oh, trying yeah. to eyeing up their table. seat. Yeah. But... They could have done it to somebody. Who knows? That's just the way that Might place operates. how they got it, right? That's the way it operates. So. Interesting. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think some of the other food that we that we had. Oh, and then the, the dry rub wings. Oh, the dry rub wings were good. Um, spicy. Had some like, sugar on there, too, or something. Yeah, there was a lot going on there. And, um, I, and, and we had two appetizers, and we were both like, oh, I can't order anything else. Oh, that's right. It was the, so much. The big Long Island iced tea that I sent you guys. It was a pitcher. Oh, the yeah. blue one. Yep. Yeah, they had a, a chalkboard of like a big like on the wall chalkboard, probably twenty feet tall of all the shots and bombs and Long Island's they have there that they're known for. So I had to get one. This is why you weren't going to drink tonight because of that. Or well, we had a lot of alcohol. I mean, we were from what four p.m. every day, five p.m. or something Thursday. Well, through yeah, Saturday. by by twelve thirty, he was like shakes already. He was looking for for his <laughs> Just first <Jones> beer. In. <laughs> That's not completely true, but um, yeah, so great nightlife, great restaurants, 
We didn't even see half of what there was to offer, I'm sure. Oh, sh- uh, McCormick and Schmick or Schmids? Schmicks. Schmicks. Yeah, McCormick and Schmicks. Steakhouse, steakhouse or restaurant? They are steakhouse heavy, and that's probably because of all the sports teams and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They want good places. But um, their most famous one is St. Elmo's. Um, I would have loved to got got in there, but that was booked probably Book well salad. in advance. Yeah. Um, they have an offshoot restaurant called uh, Harry and Izzy's. Same great food, a little more casual. Also book solid. Um, there's one called Weber Grill, like an actual yeah, Weber, Weber Grill. Grill. Uh, there's the Capitol Grill. There was Hyde Park. I mean, there's just so many steak places. Hmm. But the one we went to, incredible. Fantastic, yeah. What, great, what was the appetizer we got? Wait, waitress. Um, um, calamari. Calamari. And then the steak was incredible. The waitress was awesome. The drinks were great. So, yeah, they know, I mean. Wedge salad, fantastic. T- tons of, like. The places were huge, but they have tons of people working. There's like I never saw anywhere that was would have been deemed short staffed. Yeah, they seemed like they were pretty well. And they like the servers were good too. They like liked their job or they were at least good at it. But what is is there a college right there in Indianapolis? Um, I saw a lot of people. People wore Purdue jerseys, but Purdue was a little bit out of town, right? Yeah. Um, I forget. I want to say. Blake, right downtown there, you have Lucas Oil Stadium. Yep. Not far away where the Pacers play. And then, like, all these, like, restaurant and, like, bar and stuff, district stuff. So, I would recommend going there. I'd go maybe more summer or fall. Um, But that might make the homeless and crime type stuff more prevalent. Mm -hmm. There really wasn't a lot of that. There's a lot of police presence, like, for just security purposes. Like, on the busy streets where the, like, lines for the bars, like, they shut a block down. They just have police on the street, patrolling, watching, making sure shit doesn't go wrong. So there's Makes it's sense. Like a, so they it's got a, their shit together. Yeah, it's a safe city, I would say. University of Indianapolis, Marion University. That sounds like Butler, I U P U I, Martin International Business College, Ivy Tech. So all sorts of schools, right? there. I mean, wow, yeah, tons. Hmm. Ball State. Um, state nice i don't know <clears throat> um no i i take that back is this all there excuse me i don't know yeah Did you just I type in american is. colleges <laughs> indiana, harvard indiana <laughs> university <laughs> university of wisconsin UCLA. <laughs> you're just reading colleges now it's okay we get it um <laughs> itt technical institute indianapolis no this is all in Indianapolis, that's crazy. There's like 25. Wow. So how big is the city then, Scott? While you're on the, the Google. Yeah, well, I'm on the googly. Like, what's it comparable to? Would you I say mean, from it, what you saw? Similar to a Milwaukee, I would say, like the downtown area of Milwaukee. Okay. But Milwaukee's kind of like that, where you have like the river, like district. You have this. You have this. this the Deer District. You know, whatever. Yep. Pfizer. Um, Eight hundred eighty-two thousand. I would say the street and like block setup, like getting from place to place, was way easier in Indianapolis than even like downtown Madison. Okay, it's much more quadrant, like easy to go from here to here to here. Yeah, it's. It, oh, tell the story. So we go to what was the place? It was an Irish. No, um, fuck Rayburns or something. It had the three levels. So we walk in. Oh. It's kind of narrow. Yeah. I'll set the scene for you. Thanks. 
it's kind of narrow, a little bit long. Um, the main floor is pretty pretty full, and the security guard, when we walked in, is like, we have three levels. Like, oh, okay, cool. This one's pretty busy. Let's check out the second right away. Get up there, and it's a little weirder setup. Bar, there's a bar in the back, and this and that. Eh, this is strange. Let's see what the third. Well, like, like they had two private parties in there or something. It was yeah. there was like a sweater okay. party. It was a little weird. Yeah. yeah. So let's check out the third place. So Scott leads the way up the steps to the the third level, and that you can go left or right. And Scott decides to go left. And what what did you happen upon? I happened upon a a nice young lady that was mauling a dude. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just like some On a couch. And, yeah. There's like some couches and stuff. And he just like gives me this look and turns around and we walk the other way and there's a bathroom right there. And he goes to the bathroom and I go into the other part and there wasn't a bar and it was just like some guys hanging out. I'm like, all right, this is weird. I'm like, well, I want to go see what he saw. So I walk back there and they were just getting started again, but they like hear my footsteps and she's like turns. She's like, Hi. I was like, hey, no bar? She's like, nope. And I just turned around, and they went right back at it. They were just what having the a hell? Yeah, it was, I mean, they looked like they were having a good time. It was consensual. So third floor was the brothel? or <laughs> Third floor was the brothel. Um, so I guess was, they weren't expecting anybody to make the trip to the third floor. I wow. guess, yeah. Hey, look, a private What room. time of day was this? Nine-ish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In the morning? Wow. <laughs> yeah. No, it was, yeah, I sort it of lost track of time. I mean, so that was after we went to the steak restaurant, and then Scott had his fiasco with the scooter for about 45 minutes, and then we went into that bar. <laughs> so yeah, maybe it was one in the morning by the time we were done with the scooter. Who knows? I'm just kidding. Um, and then uh, what else was... Oh, so we were fighting over what uh, where to go next, and, and uh, we turned out we were fighting right in front of a bar, and he's like, let's go here. So we went inside this bar, and... Uh, you know, like typical dive bar, whatever is, you know, perfect. People have character, but there wasn't a lot of people in there. So get a couple, a couple drinks and wander into the back room and the back room's got like some games. And unfortunately golden tea was oh, yeah. shut down, mm-hmm. but they had one of those giant connect four games, like outdoor oh. version, like kids, like big outdoor connect four. So Denver got all excited. He was like, well, we're doing that. Well, I didn't know Scott went to state for Connect Four when he was in high school. <laughs> but he did. He just wiped the floor with me three or four times in a row. And then I finally start to win. Yeah. Just keep playing well, yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So he actually, he wins. He I completely was focused on something else. I had like a rock star setup ready to take him down. And then I wasn't paying attention. He drops the last one and finishes his. I'm like, all right. And then uh, he's like, well, let's just, we'll keep going and see who can score the most. And then, you know, not realizing that I, I was one plank away from two. So then I took the lead. And then uh, one of the pins that releases the uh, the things shot out of one side and everything dumped out. It was, it's just like, I was like, what the fuck was that? And we're sitting right next to each other looking at it. There's no, it's up against the wall, basically. There's nobody else around. And we both just look at each other and we're like, so that place is haunted. So I get up and I walk straight to the front of the bar (laughs) and I go, excuse me, miss, is this place haunted? (laughs) And she goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay, seriously? She goes, oh yeah, I call her Brenda. (laughs) Um, Well, and there's another guy, but we know him. I'm like, 
Okay. What the hell? And then she yeah. Goes, yeah, usually she just rearranges the mirrors and the chips and stuff like that. But uh, why would happen? <laughs> and I, so I told her. Like, so yeah, it was like a super key, old. Check. That's awesome. <laughs> it was a super old bar. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. I maybe have a picture I can look through and find it, but super old bar, not very nice. Did smell like sewage. You were saying that. It's yeah. Like, God, is that is that in here or did I smell that outside? And we're like, oh no, it's in here. So Brenda shit her pants and pulled the Connect Four <laughs> pin, and we got the fuck out of there. I don't think she liked you, honestly. Yeah, because I finally won. Part of the deal. She was on your team. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, well, like, and that's the cool thing, too, is, like, everything seems to be, like, an old converted building. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bob's uh, Tiki Bar. Um. Formerly Bob's Tiki Bar. Not Blues Brothers, but the, we saw live music. Two different bands were playing in that one that we went to. Um, this is it. Or the Slippery Nipple. Slippery Nipple, yeah. Yeah, old, like, house, like. I yeah, what they said was the oldest bar in, in, uh, in Indianapolis. It was, like, 1850. Really yeah. cool. Really cool. So a lot of stuff like that. And there's like new fancy big places and Punchbowl Social. Okay. Punchbowl Social. Remember we yes. went there for my bachelor party? Yep. Did we... There wasn't like a wait list where like when we walked in... I mean, there's maybe a way to like sign up for games and stuff. Mm-hmm. But we walk into this place. First of all, the bouncer guy. Would you want? Is he that or... How can I help you? And yeah, I'm like, no, it was, how can I help you? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess we wanted to drink and play some games. Like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm not delivering. I'm not like a proprietor. <laughs> do you right work now. here? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, we're booked. I'm like, what? I'm like, it's just like, we want to play darts or something. And then he couldn't really understand, like, didn't know it wasn't working. So he's like, you can go to the bar and the bar is just right there. There's a little bar. I'm like, this is weird. This is not like I've been, we went to one in Milwaukee, Milwaukee. too. Yep. This is nothing like what I've experienced. I, don't, I think this is the same place. We asked the bartender, and he was a fucking prick, too. These are the only <laughs> two people that we dealt with in Indianapolis that weren't, like, on their shit or, like, pleasant. And I was like, so, like, you guys have a private event tonight? Or, like, what's up? Why can't we play any of the games? Because they were booked solid. And I was like, I thought it was just, like, first come, first serve. He's like, well, yeah, it is. And I'm like, well, you just said your book's solid. I'm like, can't we just, like, go and watch or anything? And he, like, didn't really, like, answer that. Turned out we went in, like, a different... They have two entrances. Okay. And we went in one that maybe wasn't, like, the front or the primary entrance. But they wouldn't let us, yeah. like, go into the area where everything was. It was fucking weird. So, Punchbowl Social in Indianapolis, take it off your list. Don't fucking go. Shitty drinks. You said your orange juice tasted like a butthole or whatever. <laughs> Sunny I D. think I said Sunny D, but, Sunny yeah, D. same. <laughs> So don't go there. Everywhere else that we've mentioned, definitely check out. No, you know what was funny too is that there was the other the bartender, and she was clammed up. Like she wasn't smiling. She wasn't. In, she looked like she just was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, I hate my job. This place sucks." And then she came over and she was kind of, you know, she asked if we needed a drink or whatever, and we were like, "No, nah, we're good." And we had her close out the check. Yeah, and she's and then she's doing some stuff and she dumps like the entire thing of silverware or something on the ground. Oh and then, no. And then it was, you know, then then all of a sudden she's laughing and we're laughing and everything Scott's was just great. Like looking at her, he's like, I didn't see anything. Straight faced. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, nothing happened. As it was just like <laughs> like a fucking like symbol was like dropping on the floor. <laughs> oh, that was funny. And I think the other bartender was jealous like that we were 
you know, talking to her. Like, he was, like, staring her up and down the entire time. I don't know if you noticed that. I did not. He was a creepy old fuck. He wasn't, like, a normal bartender. <laughs> um, anyhow, yeah. yeah everything fuck. about that guy was just... How are you a bartender? You were, like, the most, like... I don't know. He was just... Had a weird, like, you're an idiot attitude about yeah. everything. Yep. Huh. Started with his haircut. It was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we 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 can talk about that fella for a while, um, but so yeah, that place just skip it. But the comedy club was awesome. Um, in so you had to go into like this little mall area to enter the comedy club. Inside there was like George Brown's, or I forget the name of the little like jazz bar. <laughs> yeah, room. it was it was something the Georgia. Yeah, whatever. It was like R and B jazz bar, blues, whatever, we rhythm and blues in. club. And we were the only folks in there that um, hadn't had much sun. <laughs> so we're we're just like the minority. It was a bar specific to those folks, and they, which was fine. Everyone was really nice to us. But we go back there later when it's busy because we were there before the show it was like eight. o'clock. Yeah, the band was setting up when we were there, and then we're like, oh, we can stop back by and see the live music. It's jazz. It's something cool. Whatever. When we walk back in, what? Was he playing like Juicy by Notorious B.I.G.? Like it wasn't jazz. It was like yeah, was, it was yeah. a little bit of an instrumental version of like a hip hop, like a cool song. Mm-hmm. The security guard and the girl taking the money for people to get in, like they were not impressed that we were there. And there's a pri- <laughs> private party in front of us, and they're like taking IDs for those people, and they're like, and those two are with you. And this girl looked at us, and she couldn't have been more upset that they thought we were with. <laughs> That group think we'd be with these pale faces? She happened to be white. She was, but <laughs> oh. she was one that was not. But she didn't, she didn't identify. She Correct. She did not um, identify as being Caucasian. But she was upset, and her boyfriend or whatever was just like, and they like basically just laughed at us. Yeah. <laughs> what was he like? Six foot seven, three fifty. Yeah. So I just I mean, looked dude at my was shoes. A monster. <laughs> it was huge. Um, and then we finally get up there, and she's like, "All right." The lady, she was very nice. She said, all right, sugar, or sugar, uh, 20 bucks to get in. I was like, eh, we were in here earlier for free, and the drinks are expensive as fuck. Mm. The music is not good. At that point, you're like, I don't think they're actually playing any of the instruments. They're just holding them, pretending. Oh, yeah, and so that was the other thing. Like, like the guy might have been rapping. Yeah. It was hard to say, but I was watching the drummer. I, I, I have a habit. I mean, mm. I, I'm a drummer, so I... I always first thing I do is because he, he had a nice kit. He had a like a a, a Roland uh, you had electronic looked at kit it before when yeah. we were in there. You were eyeing it up. Really nice electronic Roland kits. The kind not that it's not like pads, but it's actual drums that are triggered and all this stuff. It's really nice. Probably five k for this kit, and I was like, yeah, I check this out. I'm sure he's you know he's spending that kind of cake on a drum set. He's probably pretty good. Mm-hmm. And they're playing, and um, the beat is like a. And his hand is doing this. And I'm like, well, that is not what I'm hearing, bro. He's just playing something. Like, away. Yeah. And I'm like, so is it everyone or is it just him? Or I mean, it sounds like he's got a drum machine playing in the background and the guy's just faking it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she goes 20 bucks to get in. And I look at her, I was like, 20 for both? And she's like, uh, it's supposed to be 20 a person. And she's like, make, like making me think she's giving me a good deal. I'll do it for you for 20 total. I tell Scott, I'm like, they want 20 bucks for us to get in here. And he's like, he's not even fucking playing the drums. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, thanks, and left. Um, 
speaking of live music though, the night before we had found live music that punk band or whatever, like douchebag lead singer and the drummer who was like actually good and playing the drums. Yeah, he was definitely playing the drums. He was definitely playing playing the the living life out of them. Like trying to ruin them. (laughs) He was destroying the heads. That place was kind of cool. Deadening the cymbals. Tin Roof, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe check that out for live music, not Georgia Browns. Yeah, and so, you know, the guy, I was like, so are these guys local or whatever? And they're like, no, they're from like Tennessee. And, uh, but they're really good. I mean, the vocal, the half of them are because the range. He's got such good range. Yeah, he's got range. The vocalist. He started singing um, like this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> so the bass player and the drummer were brand new members. So I mean, yeah, they're pretty good. Except I haven't heard half of the band yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, they started playing and uh, immediately just like you know, it was a total college vibe yeah. thing going there. And so yep. like everybody was having a good time and whatever. And he starts. Singing, you're just like looking at this dude. He's he's got that. Uh... Oh, well, he had dyed blonde hair. You could see the roots. Like it's not his natural hair color. So like longer, emo-ish blonde hair. Odd to look at. Odd to look at. He was like very soft and squishy looking, and, <laughs> and thought he was like you know a badass. Like you know some of the times he was singing, I'm like, this guy has range. This guy sucks. This is not a good singer. And wearing, uh, what are the pants? Skinny jeans. Skin, yeah, oh, skinny jeans. Low, low cuts, skinny jeans. And it was weird. Yeah. And their sound person was... 70? I 80? Don't, I don't know what was going on there. That was the weirdest... I think it was an 80-year-old woman transitioning to be a man. And she looked and, very frail. And also a... Like, <laughs> but she was using this iPad. and Renowned physicist or something. Just had this, like... <laughs> we were what like the guys like yeah they're just about to start from him saying that it took another 25 minutes of just the lady with the ipad adjusting stuff to the drummer being like pointing up and down just kept contradicting himself like she's adjusting levels and he just kept telling her the fucking opposite and i'm like just play some fucking music and they finally did and it was very lackluster but it was fun and the guy was breaking his drum set yeah, and it, well, well, and it wasn't his drum set, right? That was a, that was a house oh, kit. Yeah, it was a house kit. Yep. Also, and it was a nice shit. house kit. And he was trying to ruin it, and he was beating the living tar out of it. Yeah, <laughs> but entertainment, I guess. But yeah, um, what else did we see that was wild? On wasn't there some street racing or? Yeah, just randomly. All, All of a sudden, sudden you, it'd be like, just like yeah. some car would go by that was like yeah. deafening. You could hear the, the supercharger. We were in the hotel room, and all of a sudden, this guy just roasted outside of the. Mm-hmm. And you could hear the the sound of the supercharger spooling up, and I mean, it was, and that happened every twenty minutes. It seemed like somebody oh, was somebody was crushing their Hemi. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was. A good, I I would definitely go back. We didn't get to go karting. That was a bummer. Yeah, you wanted to do that. Like actual, like, those would have been, not electric, right? Those would have been gas? Um, or because it's indoor, would it, it have been? It might have been. A, I, don't, I don't recall if they were electric or gas. Mm-hmm. It's been a few years since I was there. But that but, was Sarah Fisher, um, former IndyCar driver and current team owner, owns this karting place. Over by Indianapolis. Uh, they were booked until 10 p.m. And you called at oh, 4. Crap. So it was booked solid for yeah. six hours. Wow. So um, popular. Yeah. Tell them a little bit about if you want. 
you can tell me to fuck off a little bit about what you want to do with Apex branding. Because you can use that for promo. Yeah, well, so really... The, the reason we went. The whole concept of Apex is that uh, it's hard it, as a single driver in amateur motorsports to get funding. Um, it, unless you got a buddy who owns a company mm-hmm. that wants to... <laughs> that was solid. Um, off the backboard. Nice. Um, yeah, unless you get, you know somebody with money. You're, uh, you, it's just hard to get money. So getting companies to see value in, in, in paying an amateur racer is hard, right? So, mm-hmm. um, the, the, the thought of it is, you know, what if you, instead of get one driver, get 10 drivers or 15 drivers that are all representing this brand and, and typically like a lot of these guys are, you know, younger younger guys and girls that are really good with social media. And so that's where a lot of the value is. And like you, you watch NASCAR and, and you hear the same old stuff every time somebody wins. And every, every racing series kind of has that to some degree. It's like, yeah, I want to thank my uh, Kentucky bourbon, you know, whatever. Fried they just kind of just a uh, good year. Number 23 Chevrolet. Yeah, just puke it out. It like you know, uh, I'd I'd like to thank my obligatory. Uh, you know, it's just really lackluster, and even the social media. Like, I'm not gonna say who it was, but there's a IndyCar driver with a very famous dad that uh, did some social media stuff, and it was just so bad, just terrible, and like. He's this is him representing his brand, right? And it's just it's terrible. So I'm like, so if you do this creatively, but also have a grassroots feel to it, make it feel very natural, get all of these guys on the same page, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be really valuable. Because if you hear it from one person, you're like, eh, he's saying that because he, whatever, yeah, he's getting paid to. You hear it from 15 people, you start going, maybe this stuff's pretty good. You know, whatever it is you're talking about. Oh, maybe I maybe I should look at that. Seems well, like the, everybody's doing it, right? In the racing community, I feel like you guys are very, <clears throat> like any niche or hobby thing, people are very loyal. So if they see 10 to 15 people being supported by a company, whether that's Polaris, Can you know, whatever it might be, yeah, that would then, if you serve that ad or, uh, you know, social media stuff goes to those cu- potential customers and they see, holy shit, this company is taking care of this many people. They're supporting the cause. They're supporting these drivers. <clears throat> that has a better feel than just one guy that's like, oh, yeah, I got you know this Chinese uh, UTV company that I work with. Like, eh, fuck it. I don't care. Right. And we all talk. And, yeah. like, you know, even people that are just there to watch will come up and be like, yeah, I see you're using this or you're, you're you know, <clears throat> representing this or whatever. And uh, and they ask questions. And, you know, it's, it's just a place where people are – I don't know. There's a lot of influence. So having a group of people on the same page, but having a company spend way less money than they would if they wanted to slap a quarter size logo on an F1 car yep. um, to get a crowd of passionate people that are all very grateful for any help they can get to try to further their career uh, seemed like a good idea to me. And uh, so we're kind of getting to the fruition of that vision now. 
and we were we were kind of looking for you know maybe one really good fit to get us through 2024 and get us maybe to the next level so that's kind of what the mission was so we had a, we had a couple conversations with and i'm i'm saying we because it's scott's thing but i'm trying to help out however wherever i can we had a couple conversations where scott interviewed and talked to whether it was a sales rep or a marketing person or a famous driving coach or whatever notable driving coach about different things like that idea and being the agency or whatever you want to call it between the drivers and the companies. So there could be some really cool stuff that comes out of that visit or that trip to PRI. And yeah, um, if there are any companies or folks that own something or work for somebody that are looking for different avenues to market the product, something different than everybody else is doing. Yeah. Cause you race. So the SCCA, What's like a schedule like that some of these drivers would be that you would have in the stable or whatever you want to call it, the 10 to 15 people that would be working for these brands? They're in in Elkhart Lake at Road America. They're where else? Pretty much. We don't make it to the West Coast very often. That seems like the West Coast is like its own country because it's so far to get anywhere from there. Mm -hmm. You'll see people from the West Coast pop into certain places, but typically... They kind of stay in their area. We cover the rest of the country. So, like, uh, SECA Super Tour this year goes to... And they do actually do a, a few races on the West Coast, but they go to Watkins Glen, New York, Mid-Ohio, um, NOLA. So, New Orleans. And it's the either the weekend... I think it's the weekend after Mardi Gras. So, what a great okay. time to go there for a week hang out, enjoy the fun, and then race in the weekend and then fly out. Um, Atlanta, and then, yeah, and Road America. So, you're, yeah, you're kind of, you're bouncing all over, VIR, all over the country um, for, for the super tours. And then, uh, and then, then they, you know, we have a lot of what are called majors races, which are kind of a lesser version of the super tours. But still, you know, fairly well attended, and they're all over the place. Michigan, yeah, we did two of them in Michigan. Yeah, and and there's like probably like six tracks in Michigan. I think that that people race at, and I don't know. We're kind of all over the place depending on people's availability and schedule. But that's just you know our shop, and you know I think the eventual goal is to be able to have drivers that are from different parts of the country, so that we are getting a better coverage of. Yep. Well, and we went to a couple seminars, like they had like education sessions during the trade show. And one of them talked about like how to get sponsorship for whether you're a driver or whatever, or if you're a company that's looking to like sponsor people. And they had a lot of different uh, tips and tricks and things they talked about. But a recurring theme was you don't necessarily need to be the best racer or even race to have companies want to work with you in the day of the age of social media with, you know, influencer type stuff. You just have to create content, a lot of it, and provide value to the company. Like, here, use this or share this, do this. Um, yeah, they kept talking about this one company I had never heard of, but it like Red, uh, what is it, Bull? <laughs> <laughs> Red Bull, Monster, all the, that shit. Um, so, yeah, like you, when people hear it, like, ah, oh, well, if you're a super local company, there's only so much that makes sense to work with, like, you know, a, a 
group that goes all over the country. But if you're somebody that has a product or a service or something that can be bought online or shipped to you or whatever it is, it doesn't need to be somebody in your backyard. If they happen to stop by and you can, you know, join in on the fun, great. But it's more of the reach you can get on social media and everything. So there's a lot of opportunity for different companies to work with these club racers that have a very loyal fan base following. Like, you know, when we go to Road America to watch your stuff, there's a lot of people that are there that probably don't know, you know, you. They might know somebody, but they still see your stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, every track has its local track chunkies that just yeah. show up for every event. Yeah. Nice. But even more so, you know, people aspiring drivers follow other drivers um people that are just into cars or racing follow other drivers. i mean yeah the re- the reach that social media has allowed everybody to have now good or bad is pretty crazy mm-hmm. so what i think we may have talked about it earlier when you've been on but like what does your schedule look like for this season what are you what are you probably going to try to race i'm i'm still kind of shaking it out um i'd like to I'd like to do at least three of the Super Tour weekends. That would be six races, which is enough to, to uh, if you do really well in three races, that actually could get you to the point where you could win a um, the Super Tour championship. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it's probably more difficult to do it in, th- in three weekends, maybe five weekends, so you can eliminate a few bad runs because, you know, you have good luck and bad luck sometimes. But I'd like to try to do three. I really wanted to do Nola, but we're we have a we have an event um, that weekend, so that one's no good. Um, Sebring in Florida is right in January, and I'm, we're just not going to be ready for that. That's it's a little too soon. So I'm thinking about uh, Road Atlanta and then Mid Ohio and Road America for those three Super Tours, but then probably sticking around um, our northern conference and and trying to get a repeat on the northern conference championship nice oh yeah have you been to mid-ohio and road atlanta like race that i have been to mid-ohio many times love it uh, one of my favorite tracks i've never been to road atlanta and it looks a little scary but i've heard it's really awesome uh what time of year is mid-ohio mid-ohio's in may road atlanta's in march and what about Road, Road America? America's in June. It's the June sprints. June sprints, yeah. Okay. Sweet. Nice. We should go in June to Road America. Yeah. Because I went this year and it was awesome. Lindsay and I went. Um, what else? Anything else that you want to mention or talk about? I, my heart was broken that you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the issue, obviously, that yeah. didn't help Scott that day is you were not there. Yeah, yeah. I do. It want wasn't to my motor. Up there. I've, I've not been up there for races of any kind, so yeah, I'd be awesome to get it's a up good there. time to go it's less of a circus like going for one of like the big road america weekends when there's you know these other tours or different like groups of people um but it's like very like it feels just like that yeah and it will be amped up for the june sprints this year because the runoffs the championship is uh, also in at road america in october so people want oh, nice. to get a chance to drive the track yeah. for later in the people year. are going to be there a lot this this year getting laps in just to have it have a chance yeah so that track is it seems straightforward but it's you know it's very difficult to be consistently super fast there okay. so yeah we should definitely get a group to come up and so yeah, show some awesome. support in june if not again in october 
Anything else you want to mention or uh, bring up while we have a few minutes left? Yeah, I I would just big shout out to everybody that took the time to talk to us. Uh, PRI for putting on an amazing event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marriott Courtyard was, <laughs> you know. A good sport for all the bullshit you put them through. Right. <laughs> I, well, I th- every single hotel there handles this very well. Like, Well, and the bars and restaurants, too, they all know it's like a reoccurring thing. They know that people are in town for that, and they do a good job. Yeah. it's uh, the, the city of Indianapolis really welcomes the shenanigans, and I don't think they're, they're being real dicks about all of the silly stuff that the racers do. Yeah. <laughs> Not that racers do silly stuff, but uh, oh, fuck. by definition. Um, yeah, I... I had a great time, met some really cool people, got to interview, you know, somebody that was, uh, you know, I, I listen to this guy's podcast all the time, you know, and so, yeah. Um, so yeah. follow, shout out to like Ross watch. Bentley, Speed Secrets, um, and No Dumb Questions. He uh, does a pod, podcast with Jeff Braun. Jeff Braun is, I mean, you know, uh, engineer extraordinaire and, like his kid's a rock star race car driver, and hmm. he's got some great stories. He actually, uh, right in Madison at Kelly Moss Motorsports, he was there for quite a while running uh, some of those programs. So, if yeah. If you want to follow along with Apex, how do they do it? Uh, Apex Branding on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, there is a snarky, outtakey type of uh, offshoot of Apex called the Blown Apex. What is a blown apex? Uh, How often do you blow an apex? <laughs> Me you, never, uh, never. Like, I I drive perfectly. You like to blow apexes or no? <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. Um, yeah, so yeah, that 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 name came from when your goal is to go into a corner, nail the apex, and be on the gas as soon as possible to make the most out of your exit out of a corner. Blowing the apex means missing it by a foot or three. Um, you know, maybe uh, going too late or too early or whatever. So it's just, it means we screwed up. And I would say that the uh, blown apex page is pretty screwed up. Yeah, it'll get even worse too. Yeah. Or better, I mean. Right. One of the two. But yeah, it's it's the lighthearted side of, of everything and... Uh, so that's more of the fun one, and then uh, Apex Branding is going to focus on, on the the racers themselves, the you know the industry. Nice. And having a big twenty twenty four. And a big twenty twenty four. Oh, we have announcements. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'll clip that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Save that. Um. For every time Kyle answers a trivia question. <laughs> oh. <you> oh. <laughs> button. Well, thank you, Scott. Uh, it's your third or fourth time on third. Third. The I still second, have indigestion from the second time. The second time, <laughs> the Wisconsin food traditions and stuff. If you have not seen that, definitely watch it so you get a little bit of the facial reactions to the food we eat and everything. Yep. More that like was, the smells. That Limburger was woo. Yeah, that was right. <laughs> that, yeah, that's what it was. Um, I forget which episode. It was twenty, late twenties, maybe early thirties. But I'll share a link or do something and. Bring that back in. Yep. Get your orders in for your uh, meat, for your cannibal sandwiches now. Yeah, for the holidays, yep. Yeah, definitely. Um, Merry Christmas. We have 
one more episode before Christmas. We have a big buck contest. We got to get the winners announced. Got other stuff. So stay tuned on that. Follow our social media. Like stuff. Share stuff. Subscribe on YouTube. Make a thousand fucking fake accounts and subscribe on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Isn't there a Blown Apex YouTube channel as well? There is, and I'm going to make it subscribe to ours. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just and to I'll get that number. S- I'll sell you a subscription back to yours. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty good, Neil. Good, Neil. Excellent, Neil.